Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Coming up, we devour the Wallby Burger. Constable Jay Murray will be here to tell us about the latest scam Winnipeg police are dealing with. And Carolyn Klassen from Conexus Counseling on Trust as Lav Scam heats up again and lots of promises get made during the provincial and federal election campaigns. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. Just eat it. Whoa, we're going to eat it, baby. Yes, we are. You bet the Walby Burger. Bombers and Lions at IG Field tonight. Kickoff 730. Pre-game show here on CJOB with Bob Irving and Doug Brown and everybody else at 530. Matt Abra is here. Clay Young is here. Clay, get on the microphone. Uh, Matt, what do you think of this thing? Look at this. It frightens me a little bit, Hal. I'm not going to lie. Wow. It, it actually Kathy, looks like a Kathy, hamburger, though. Kathy Kennedy's coming back in the studio. We've attracted her with the burger here. Uh, sit down, Kathy. Take a look at this. Sorry, Matt. I interrupted you. That's okay. I, just, I thought it was going to look like a giant pancake or something like that. No, it's But big. it actually looks like a burger. It's impressive. Cam, are you excited about this? Oh, yeah. Big time. Kathy? Now that I see it, oh, yes. Yeah. Now, listen, <laughs> I, I, let me say this, okay? We've got lots of serious stuff coming up here. we got to get the latest for you on the SNC-Lavalin affair. Uh, we're going to find out the latest on the transit dispute, this pickpocket scam from Winnipeg police. So bear with us. We'll get to all the big stuff. We, we've got to deal with the burger because it was just delivered, and we got to eat it while it's hot. That yes. is That is the big stuff, Hal. That burger is the big stuff. Yes. And Clay, you haven't weighed in yet. What do you think? You're hungry. He comes back. He's out talking to Winnipeggers on the streets of Winnipeg, and he comes racing back and says, am I late? Am I late? No, you can eat. You're starving. What do you think of this? Well, as I take a look at this thing, I see wieners protruding out of it. Okay. Yes. Chicken. We're going to get to what's on it in a minute here. What do you think? Just your initial reaction, sir. It's a monster. It is, it's yes. the Godzilla of hamburgers. Right. Well, the King Kong okay. of hamburgers. <laughs> yes, it is. Here we go. It's the Clay Young Show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so Wade Miller, uh, bomber boss Wade Miller, was on the start. Was that yesterday, Cam, or the day before? Day, day before. Day before. And he explained, this is going to be available uh, tonight in limited quantities at the game. So Wade Miller, bomber boss Wade Miller, was on the start. Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb the other morning explaining what is in the Walby Burger? Take a listen, and then we will taste it live on the radio. For this game, you know, we like to have a little fun in our food and beverage, and uh, this game we have uh, the Walby Burger. Uh, limited supply is available of the Walby Burger at the Red Zone Grills. Okay, so here's what you have to eat if you finish it. And it's on one bun, so the bun is the size of a dinner plate. Oh, my oh God. My. Okay, so that's where it starts, the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> okay. Six hamburger patties. Oh, come six on. chicken tenders. Oh, that's like you're stacking. Yeah, so yeah it's all is stacked. It all a burger, then all chicken. Yeah. Okay. Six hot dogs, six pieces of cheese. <laughs> come on. The chef's special sauce, onions, lettuce, tomatoes, everything you can imagine on this Walby's burger. Only Chris Walby should have this burger named after him. Is it $63? Well, it should be. Uh, we're only doing it for, I think it's 46 So it's That's a, not bad. It's yeah. a very it's reasonable... It's a family meal. You could get that and oh, share it with the oh, kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I mentioned $63 because that's the number, number Chris yeah. Walby wore. 
not everybody knows that, so I just wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, it should be $63, but it's, uh, so they're limited edition, limited supply of these things. Uh, and these buns, like, it is huge. So, as I said, I don't believe the three of you, you could, could be polish correct. it off. What does yeah. that weigh? Oh, sorry, sorry, let me, I forgot, there's also french fries in there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. So, hang on, I want, one, so bun, six burgers, chicken fingers, Hot dogs, hot dog, French cheese. fries, cheese, yeah. onions, special sauce. Right. Like, what is it? What is it? A foot high? Like, uh, it, it's it's. Uh, I don't know if it's a foot high, but it weighs five and a half pounds. <laughs> that is amazing. How's oh, it? I'm so tempted. So, if somebody goes to the game to, or on Thursday and wants to get the Wallaby burger, do they have to order it ahead of time? Like, no, come to the Red Zone Grill, yeah. and they'll be ready to make it. You just be patient. It's going to take a minute or two to put this uh, want to call car together. Yeah, so. call, call at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to be wanting one of those Wallaby burgers, please. Can you have one ready for yeah. me around It reminds me of, what's the scene from The Great Outdoors with John Candy, and he ate that huge... Oh, the big steak. The big, and then he gets, do I get a shirt at the end? Like I, we were going to do shirts, but I don't think we want to encourage overeating of one person. So, yes, definitely split it with a few. Bonner boss Wade Miller on the start uh, the other morning talking about this burger, which now sits in front of us. Clay Young, Kathy Kennedy, Matt Abra, Cam Poitras, and myself. All right, I'll cut it up. Let's cut it up here. <laughs> it's like cutting I, a birthday cake. I don't even know where, you get a, where do you get a bun like that? Right? I, they must have specially made it or... Yeah, that, I mean, that's just... Uh, oh, wow. Where do you even start? You need, right? a, cha- you need a chainsaw <laughs> to get through it. Like, how are you going to get your mouth... I did wash my hands, by the way. How are you going to get your mouth around that? I don't know. <laughs> that's one slice. you got to break it down. you got to break it down. No, I want to try and put... I want to try and do the whole thing. I'm not going to break it down. Really? Yes. Uh, listen, I normally come in with a granola bar and an apple and, you know, some rye crisp, some corn, you know, a couple pieces of cheese. I've eaten nothing today oh, preparing for this. Okay. Me neither. I am famished. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go after this thing. All right. Now, there's four. Oh, my God. Okay. I know this is. I Just bear with me, people. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's sliding off. Oh, oh, it's falling oh, apart. Oh. God, the humanity. Oh, we got a crash out. The humanity of it all. <laughs> okay, it's like Clay, everywhere. Clay, grab, grab whatever you want there. Well, I, I've tried my best to cut it. Well, I just want to. <laughs> Kathy, come get some. Okay. Right. I don't even know where to start. There's a plate right there. Give me the plate, Clay. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow, the hot to look at this. Cam, you okay. got to come. Come on in here, okay. Cam. Run okay. in here right okay. now. That, I'm going to take are you my doing, first Kathy? bite of the wall burger. <laughs> Kathy, what are you doing? I'm You're giving me bun. No, this mm. is for me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. That is so good. Oh, oh, I miss eating like this. I'll be really honest with you. I really miss eating like this. Okay. I don't know if you remember, Hal, but mm. a few years ago, you 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 somehow got a hold of about twenty double downs. Did I? Oh, that's right. KFC. Yeah. This sort of reminds me of this. Mm. You know what? That is a damn good burger. I like the pickles. Well, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Matt, help yourself. Well, we're out of plates. <laughs> Take that so whole I'm, thing. I'm taking the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my Matt. goodness. Getting out of here. Clay's leaving with his burger. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, oh, wow. what do you think? It's good, eh? Oh, I'm going to you know take, take a bite now. You are really going to try and... Oh my God, Matt's gonna try and inhale that. Well, well what, not the whole thing. I'm just gonna try my mouth around it. Okay, this is. That's what I tried. Okay, too. you know what? Didn't work. That's actually a very good burger. It is. 
in, in all seriousness, it's a very good burger. I'm glad. I'm you know what? Take, take, you could definitely, for what was it, 46 bucks? Yeah. Definitely cut that up, and the, and the whole gang could enjoy that. You that get, could you feed can, a family, without can, a doubt. You can get your mouth around it. You can get, yeah. you, can, you can do it. You can, just gotta. You can get oh, a little no. bit of open, everything. Open it's, wide. Yeah, That's it's, just it's not, not easy, it's not but good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. you should see the mess. Cam, what do you think of it? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Walby Burger is a hit. Tasty? No, it's good. It's very no. good. It's I like the uh, the chicken. Is, Me too. Kind of hits, hits the spot. That's very good, and the bacon yeah. is excellent too. Mm. I'm really into these pickles. I just got to tell you, it's all good. Uh, Wade Miller Bombers, great idea. Mm-hmm. Wolby Burger, love it. Mm. This is what's, what's for dessert. Did I ever tell you my Chris Wolby story? Okay, I'll tell you a Chris. Chris I'll tell you a quick Chris. Wal- <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is full. I'll tell you a quick Chris Wolby story. Okay, when I first came to Winnipeg in '89, it was November '89. Now, it might not have been as soon as I got here, but my first experience with Chris Walby, I was at Norma Jean's, that bar, oh, yeah. the bar in downtown Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. It was jam-packed, and I remember being there and having a couple of drinks on a Friday or a Saturday night, and all of a sudden, the whole crowd just started moving. It was like this massive crowd of people just started moving, and I saw one big head Above the entire crowd. And it was Chris Walby coming into Norma Jean's, right? Wow. Yeah, like his entourage and the crowd had to get out of the way. And all you saw was Chris's big head, smiling head above the crowd. And the whole crowd was moving around. Bombers, Wade Miller, excellent idea. Yes. Get one tonight. If you're taking a gang, get one. If you're a, Really, I can't believe Christian O'Mell, our Christian O'Mell, host of the CGOB Sports Show weeknights here on CGOB, mm-hmm. almost ate that whole thing himself. Yeah, he did wow. over like a day, wasn't it? It was oh. like I, 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 uh, no, I don't think so. Well, was it at the game? No, 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 no. Because uh, they're only available tonight. Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I, we got to ask Kelly Moore. He witnessed right. that feat of mm-hmm. foodness. Well, anyhow, enough fun. Thank you guys for trying. Thank it you out. for yeah, sharing was... your burger. Thank you, bombers. Uh, Cam, thank you for. Uh... Oh boy, <laughs> the pleasure's all mine. Hal. <laughs> thank you for lining that up. Do you want me to move? We got to clean this up. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. <clears throat> We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> one one fourteen at CJOB. You may have heard about this yesterday in the news. Pickpocket pocket, uh, pickpocket fraud. Winnipeg police warning people about a pickpocket fraud, and uh, it was in the news yesterday. Uh, But uh, we were focusing our shows yesterday on the election campaign for Decision 2019. So I wanted to get Constable Jay Murray on today, Winnipeg Police Service. Jay, good afternoon. Thanks for doing this. Hey, Hal. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, I was just saying, you know, it amazes me how uh, when bad people out there try to separate good people from their money, it amazes me the lengths that they go to. Explain how this pickpocket fraud is working. Yeah, it is amazing. The ingenuity, the creativeness. You think if, if only they applied that in a positive way. Yeah. But, uh, uh, in, in this case, uh, this was the end of July to, uh, to early August, and uh, individuals would, would have an unusual or a weird experience after grocery shopping or, or doing some kind of shopping, and they'd go home and find out that uh, there had been an author- unauthorized uh, 
withdrawal on their debit card or credit card. So what was happening was these suspects would follow a victim through a checkout line and try to get a, a view of the pin as it was entered. So um, then they would, would meet the victim at their car often and either point out some money that was on the ground or a flat tire. The victim would bend over, and at this point they would either remove, um, try to get the wallet or, or go to the purse and get the, uh, the debit card or the, the, um, the credit card. So uh, unfortunately it was successful. A number of individuals were out some money because of this. So we wanted to put this warning out and, and just really hope that people share this message. And um, really guard your pin when you're, when you're uh, checking out. Um, if, if an unusual experience happens and something doesn't feel right, there's probably a reason for that. And, and just keep an eye out and look through your wallet, look through your purse, and make sure you've got everything. You know, it's funny because it, this uh, scam, this fraud, pickpocket fraud, sort of combines new tech, right? They're trying to get your pin or they're looking over your shoulder in the store and they get your pin and then out in the parking lot, they pull a good old pickpocket on you. Certainly, and it's those combination of old scams and new scams and, and working in those together that um, people aren't prepared for them. Um, I think a lot of people are, are very aware of pickpocketing in general, but never think it's going to happen here or, or to them. I think a lot of people think that happens when you're traveling maybe in Europe, but um, that's one thing. There's uh, another scam that we're seeing that kind of combines uh, traditional scams with new technology is um, students that are, that are looking for work uh, while they're in university or young people that are looking for work are going on sites and applying for jobs. Or if they have their resume out there, they're getting contacted. And these scammers are calling or contacting these students saying, hey, we'll hire you to work from home. You'll do administrative work, and um, we're going to send you a check. Um, the person gets a check, deposits it, and then the, uh, the, the scammer, the employer, uh, will say, hey, buy some gift cards for a client." buy some things for a client, send it out, and then they find out the, the, the check bounces after. And now that student or that young person is out all this money. So that's another scam that we started to see, and um, we really just want to get that message out as well as, as people head back to school and, and look for jobs. Hmm, interesting. And that's the key, I guess. Eh? When you see enough people being affected by a scam or a fraud like this, you try and get the word out there so that people know about it, they're more cautious, and then the bad guys fail when they try and take advantage of you. Certainly, you want to get that message out. And, and a big part of it comes down to if, if something doesn't feel right, uh, there's usually a reason for that. And, and just awareness. Uh, a lot of these scams often target the elderly or, or seniors, and, um, and sometimes they may not be up to date. They're not on social media. They don't hear about these things. So just encourage anyone to have this conversation with their grandparents, with their parents, um, the people that might be a little more vulnerable to scams like this. Well, and that's, listen, my mom's into her 80s now, and I worry about that with my mom, too. And you're right. I mean, these people know who to take advantage of, right? They take advantage of the people that they might be able to pull the wool over their eyes. Absolutely. And, and, and a fraud can be absolutely just devastating to somebody who's, who's on, on a pension or who's a little older and, and, and has limited income. And it's, and it's really sad to see them get taken advantage of sometimes. So it's, it's very important to have this conversation with those um, that can be vulnerable and, and just make sure that they're aware. Hey, Jay, before I let you go, I know it hasn't been long and I'm kind of hitting you out of left field with this one, but I'm curious to know, how is that uh, meetup spot at Winnipeg Police going for people that are buying things online? Are you seeing, uh, are you hearing that a lot of people are taking advantage of that safe place to do uh, a, a, an exchange? 
Yeah, certainly. It, it's been a long time coming, and I work out of the downtown HQ building, and all the time I see people standing in that, that area out front, and um, it, it's really a great option because um, sometimes you're going to come across stuff on, the, on uh, whether it's Kijiji, I don't know if Craigslist is still around, there's Facebook Marketplace, and something's not going to seem right, and you can always suggest, hey, do you want to meet outside police headquarters or one of the stations and if if that seller or buyer is is completely against that idea there's probably usually a reason for that um it's a much better alternative than meeting somebody in a back lane uh at night and 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 that's really where most of the robberies happen kind of in these uncomfortable places so uh we encourage everyone to take advantage of it it's uh i've seen a lot of people using it so far and uh, and it's been great great idea jay thanks a lot for doing this i really appreciate it Thanks, Al. Take care. Constable Jay Marie, Winnipeg Police Service on the latest scam. So basically, again, here's how they do it. Uh, you're at the grocery store or whatever, and you type your PIN in, right? You're paying with your credit card or your uh, debit card, rather. And they're looking over your shoulder, and they get your PIN. And then they follow you out to the parking lot, and they go, Oh, hey, excuse me, a flat tire, or, oh, there's a 20 on the floor here on the ground. And when you're looking and being distracted by that, they're picking your pocket. They take your card. Next thing you know, your card has been used to make a debit. And they use your card and your PIN to do it. So that's the latest scam that Winnipeg police are warning you about. Thursday. Just after 2.30, and so that means Carolyn Klassen is here from Conexus Counseling, conexuscounseling.ca. Hello, Carolyn. Hey, Hal, how are you? Good. You are going to be working with Kathy Kennedy for the next couple of okay, weeks. Okay, you get some time off. I get a little time off. That's and we're gonna, awesome. And I want to ask you about vacations and time off and stuff in a second, okay? okay. And I want to talk to you about stuff in a second, but before we do that, yes. I just want to say that I saw that picture on Facebook of you with the Walby Burger. The Walby Burger. And the, it is indeed bigger than your head. Yes. But it is not better than your head. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's very nice of you to say that. And I'll just say, I don't know if you want me to say this or not, but your mom is in My the studio today. It's bring your mom to work day. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad to meet your mom. Well, you know what? We grew up listening to CJOB in our house, right? And so she's heard me talk, and so she asked if she could come. And so it's kind of fun because we have listened. That's how we grew up was to yeah. CJOB listening to Red Alex's Beef and Bouquets and... Yeah. Peter Allen after the, no, Peter Warren after the 830 News, right? On the action line, you bet. And you know what? It's funny. uh, I came to Winnipeg in 89, so I didn't grow up listening to CJOB, but I've worked at just about every station in Winnipeg. (laughs) And every one of those stations, I would tune in to CJOB because that was my, (laughs) I couldn't say it then, but it was always my favorite station to listen to. And so when I first got the opportunity to sit in the Mm. big chair here, it was a thrill for me to sit in the same chair that Red Alex sat in yeah. and so many other great broadcasters. So so I get that. So that must be cool that you're on CJOB now. Your mom is here while you're on. I mean, that's cool. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Those are the cool moments in life that we all look forward to, hope one day we'll have the opportunity for. And then when it happens, yeah. we go, hey, that's great. I promised her a picture with you later. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. no problem. $10. <laughs> 
It's all it's going to cost you is 10 bucks. I'll take a picture with anybody for 10 bucks. Can we talk about trust first of all? And I want to talk about trust because we're in the middle of actually two election campaigns. We're getting promises every day, especially in the provincial campaign, because that vote's coming up much quicker. But I just talked again and read some text messages about uh, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, the ethics commissioner, has said he broke rules, that he was influencing his attorney general in the SNC-Lavalin case. We don't need to get into the specifics of the politics, you know, federally and provincially about what the promises are and whether, you know, our prime minister was was wrong, criminally wrong maybe. But let's talk, talk about trust in politicians Trust, first of all, and then politicians. So trust is huge, right, in so many aspects of our life. Trust is huge, and we have to recognize that when you have trust, you can get so much accomplished um, because when you have sort of good relationship equity between people, you can work together on projects, you can give each other the benefit of the doubt, you can just move well in life when you have trust built up between you and the people around you. And it's it takes time to develop, and it can be very quickly lost. But often trust isn't an all or nothing thing, like you have it or you don't. And sometimes people think, what can I do to build trust or why was trust broken in that situation? And um, there are, I do the work of Dr. Brene Brown, and she has defined the seven elements of trust, which is an acronym of BRAVING, B-R-A-V-I-N-G. And if if you're not quite sure what is going, what's not going right in a relationship, often if you go to these seven components, you can analyze what is it that's not going well here and what can we do at this on this specific element to increase trust. Hmm. Well, take the time and just kind of go through them okay. briefly, and, and I'll just let you, so it's the letters B-R-A-V-I-N-G? Right, BRAVING TRUST, because trust takes courage. Sure. to be able to build, right? Yeah, so B. B is boundaries, where you respect my boundaries. Um, you don't cross over what's okay. Um, and if you're not sure what's okay and what's not okay, you're going to ask so that we're going to make sure that I feel safe with you, that you respect my boundaries, and you're going to let me know what your boundaries are so that you make it easier for me to be respectful of you. That's B. Boundaries, so R. R is reliability. You do what you say you'll do. So like, for example, at work, this means staying away of your competencies and your limitations. So when you are reliable, you don't overpromise. If you're going to do, if you're going to, you say what you're going to do and then yeah. you actually do it. So you have to be careful you don't overpromise and then you actually deliver on what you said you would promise because even if it's hard or it feels foolish later or you regret it, it's part of being reliable that you deliver on what you say you're going to. Say what you do, do what you say. Right. A. Accountability, where you own your mistakes, you apologize, and you make amends. And this is when I think that people are having trouble with the prime minister, right? Where when you take responsibility, then you also take accountability and that you own your mistakes and you apologize. You you circle back and you make it right. Mm -hmm. And uh, V, I had to think for a second (laughs) there. How's your spelling? Vault. Vault is about confidentiality, that you don't share information and experiences that aren't yours to share. So when I talk to you about something that's Mm -hmm. private, you keep it. And that when you're with me, you keep other people's stuff private so that I know that you keep everybody's stuff private. Because if you gossip to me about other people, I don't know what you're going to do with my stuff to other, with other yeah. people. Boy, that's a big one in this day and age, right? Because oh we, we are all over social media now, I, in my opinion, in many cases, sharing way too, <laughs> way much, too much information <laughs> about ourselves and others. So that's that that might be a really important one and right so now. And so it's being really respectful and sharing what is your story and not other people's stories. And sometimes when the line is blurry, ask for permission. Is this okay for me to share? And then when the other person says no, that you don't. I. I is integrity, where you choose courage over comfort and you choose what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy. 
um, and you choose to practice your values rather than just simply professing them, that you just follow through on who you say you are. You mm-hmm. actually do it even when it's hard, that people know they can trust you. Yeah. N? N is non-judgment, and that is I can ask for what I need, and you can ask for what you need, and we can talk about how we feel without judgment. And that's a big part of building trust is I'm going to say something that you might not like, but don't judge me right away. Because if I hide it from you, fearing your judgment, then we're going to erode that trust. Mm -hmm. G. And G is generosity, where you extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, words, and actions of others. Mm. So when someone is 10 minutes late, you don't just assume that they're being, you know, a jerk to you. You kind of wonder, huh, I wonder how they got hung up. Um, So that when they approach you, you can approach with a smile and say, I hope you're okay, rather Mm -hmm. than why the heck are you so late? Yeah. Right. And, and G is generosity. G is generosity. Generosity. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting. We had our decision 2019, Your Voice Matters, big full day of broadcasting at Portage in Maine yesterday. We had all the party leaders on. Okay. And I saw the premier. The premier was coming on the news after my show with Richard and Julie. And I saw the premier and I went over uh, to him and I was saying hi and, and chatting with him because one of his handlers, one of his people that works in his communication department, now one of his team members, is Livy Bilson, who was my producer when I did the morning oh, show here. Okay. So we had a, hi, how are you? You know, and then the premier was there and I said hi to the premier. And I said something to him and I've said this on the air before and I'll say it now and, and then we can talk about you know, what we're talking about here, trust. And and one of the letters in braving. Um, I don't agree with everything Pallister and the Tories are doing. I don't. Um, and this is nothing against Wab Canoe, Dougal Lamont, and James Bedham, the other party leaders, because they haven't had a chance to prove to voters yet that they follow through on their promises. But I think in large part, Premier Pallister said what he was going to do, and he's basically done what he said he was going to do. Hmm. And I think as we head into an election, that's probably why the polls show that there will be another government for the Tories, because I think Manitobans, when there's not that may, we want change in the air, I think Manitobans, even though they don't agree with everything a party or a leader does, they appreciate that that person said what they're going to do and then followed through and did it, did okay. not change course. And which one was that on That there? he's reliable. Reliable. Right. And so reliable doesn't always make you popular. Right. <laughs> Because sometimes it's speaking the truth that might be unpopular or not received well, uh, but that does build trust. And so often, as you can imagine, people roll their eyes when politicians give campaign promises, right? Because uh, they say what people want to hear, but then what they are promising may not be deliverable. And uh, so I think it it takes a lot of courage to say, this is what I'm going to do, even if it might not be received well. Um, And we all know that sometimes the right decisions aren't always the easy or the popular decisions. Mm -hmm. So what then, when we talk about trust in a politician, as as we look at braving there, what, what would you say are one or two of the more important ones? Because they can't all have the same weight. They're all important, but they can't all have the same weight. When it comes to politics and trusting a politician, I, for me, R is really important. That whole reliable I, that, you, I think, that they do what, what else, they say they will what do. What else on there do you think would be well, important? Well, I think integrity, um, which is now something that people are challenging the prime minister on, right? Does he choose courage over comfort? And does he acknowledge w- when he was wrong? Uh, and now he's saying, I'm not sorry for defending the people of Canada, but people are saying, but can't you be sorry for pressuring um, a fellow colleague in politics in ways that are unfair? It doesn't feel like you have integrity if you're not being respectful of her. 
Uh, and so integrity, it, the whole, who's the character of the person? Uh, because I think we vote not on just what you're going to do, but also on who you are, who we see you to be. Can we trust you, your character? Will you choose the hard things even when it's not easy? So we found out yesterday <clears throat> that the ethics commissioner in Ottawa has decided that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did, in fact, break rules. And he did pressure his attorney general on the SNC-Lavalin case. Trudeau reacted in Fredericton this morning. Here is what our PM had to say. I'm not going to apologize for standing up for Canadians' jobs because that's my job, to make sure that Canadians and communities and pensioners and families across the country uh, are supported, and that's what I will always do. Uh, I disagree with uh, the uh, Ethics Commissioner's conclusions, but he is an officer of Parliament who is doing his job, and I fully accept his report. Uh, which means I take full responsibility and also means that we're going to be moving forward with the recommendations made uh, in the McClellan expert report uh, to make sure that this government and no future government uh, gets in this situation uh, ever again. I'm not going to apologize. I was doing my job. Global's Mercedes Stevenson in Ottawa says the Prime Minister has evolved on SNC as it's gone along. He started out, remember, back in February saying the story was false, that it was absolutely not true. Then he went to that infamous press conference and said, well, she misunderstood. Jody Wilson-Raybould did that. She experienced it differently, essentially, that it was a misunderstanding and a breakdown of trust, but he wouldn't apologize. And again, yesterday, no apology, but a change in tone, saying that it should not have happened. The first time that he really acknowledged not just the intentions or that there's a certain understanding, but that what unfolded should not have unfolded. And he took full responsibility. Yet at the same time, he wouldn't apologize for it. And he defended it, saying that he was simply trying to preserve Canadian jobs. And Global's Mercedes Stevenson says there are calls now for a criminal investigation. The RCMP have said that they are aware of all of the information that's out there, that they consider everything carefully and would act appropriately, which of course tells us absolutely nothing about whether or not they're looking into an investigation. But that's sort of the only other place this could go, and that's what the uh, Conservatives have called for. They have not investigated up until this point, and that would be for something like an obstruction of justice charge. It would not be for the breach of federal ethics law laws because those aren't criminal laws. Otherwise, it goes pretty much nowhere other than in the political realm where it certainly will be right at the center of what we expect to be a bit of a circus of an election. And one more clip here from Mercedes. And this is the big question, right? Will this development move voters as Canadians get ready to vote. Pollsters, as we're speaking, are calling and interviewing people to see if this will affect their vote. Certainly for the decided partisan voters, they either think that Justin Trudeau broke the law and doesn't deserve a second chance, or they think he was just trying to save jobs. But it's sort of that squishy center of undecided voters who may not be dyed-in-the-wool liberals or conservatives who will be looking at this and wondering whether or not it's a ballot box issue for them. And that's the question. The advantage the, cons uh, the Conservatives have with all of this is that they now have something to point to and say, this isn't just us making allegations, it's an independent report from the Ethics Commissioner. And for the Liberals, well, there's a strong economy, and historically, that benefits a government that's in power. Global's Mercedes Stevenson there on this latest development in the SNC-Lavalin affair. Now reaction, and we begin uh, with Green leader Liz May. 
She was on with Kathy Kennedy here on CJOB earlier. Kathy, uh, Kathy filling in for Jeff Courier, who is on vacation. Here's what Liz May had to say about this. To call it a bombshell is an understatement. Uh, it clearly shows the Prime Minister violated the Ethics Code, Section 9, and it also shows that there was a lack of cooperation, if not from the Prime Minister, the Security Council office uh, refused to allow additional materials into the hands of the Ethics Commissioner for investigation. By the way, Kathy, I had written the Ethics Commissioner and asked for a broader investigation. I'd asked that we look into the actions of numerous people that were mentioned in Jody Wilson-Raybould's testimony, some of them senior civil servants, some of them political staff, but I remain concerned that we do not have the whole story and we do need a fuller investigation, uh, but it's it's very troubling. All right, that's Liz May, Elizabeth May, the leader of the Green Party, with Kathy Kennedy here on CJOB earlier. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.